If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Rich Quick with Josh. Noel. Right here on R A D I O F R E E B R O O K L Y N. Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. Um, this is Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, where I, Joshua Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, bring our two massive brains together to come up with incredible ideas with only one goal. Yeah. That's to get you as rich as possible. As quickly as possible. Stinking, smelly, rich. Stinking, smelly, fast. Gonna break a sweat, it's so fast. Yeah. Um, and we do this, this is what we do. We put our big brains together. Yep. We research ideas on a topic endlessly. And we come up with these ideas and we just put them out over the interwaves for you. For you to take out of love and action them, make them happen. Become rich yourself. Get off that couch. Become the entrepreneur you were always meant to be. That's right. Fucking un-American to, to not be rich. It is. It is. If you are not, if you we this is we have well over a hundred episodes. Well I, over. I think this is a one oh seven or something it, like that. Uh eight. It, whatever it is. If you are not rich by now. This is for the people who have listened yeah, for a while. Get out. Go to North Korea where you belong. Because yeah. you're not you're not a capitalist yeah go to whatever are there any communist countries left i don't think so really because that's where you should go yeah because you don't care about money yeah you don't need it you don't want it yeah you don't need things good for you be a hermit in the woods be a hermit i don't give a shit what i'm saying to you what we're saying to you is yeah we should be getting our checks is really what we're we're saying at this now um and so the point being so we give you these ideas we give them to you we say take them yep and when you get up off that couch to action these ideas, we sit down on that That's couch. That's right. To not allow you. We don't leave any room for you. I'm a big fella. Yeah. If you have a, a, a love seat, forget about it. I'm taking up the whole thing by myself. That's right. You are not allowed to sit down until you are... Rich. Stinking, smelly, filthy... Rich. Rich. And all we ask in return, Noel Deneen... All we ask is the- when you make... Those millions, those billions, those trillions, that life-changing money, Uh you give us 10%. That's it. Tithe tithe us. us. That's it. If you don't like it, go to North Korea. (laughs) (laughs) You make an excellent point. Yeah. I think that should be, that maybe should be the new title of the show. What, if you don't like it, go to North Korea? If you don't like it, go to North Korea. (laughs) And if it's not the title of this show, someone should do a show. Yeah. Where they just go off and they finish every everything with every thought with, and if you don't like it, go North Korea. Go to North Korea. Yeah. Uh huh. Works for me. Yeah. Probably um, get a lot of North Korean listeners. You know, there's a possibility we may all be North Koreans soon. We we might all be North Koreans yeah. soon. Yeah. Might be under that big banner. Yeah. I don't even know what the can't even tell you what the North Korean flag looks like. Uh, <laughs> it is a star 
with I think a uh, you know stripes. <laughs> you 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 would recognize it. It's not a star surrounded by smaller stars on a red flag, is it? No, 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 no. I don't think so. I think it is. I want. I'm just going off my guess right here. Uh huh. My guesser. Um, I think it is a red stripe up top, a white stripe in the middle, a red stripe in the bottom, and a star. Big big star. But I also thought that star was white. So something maybe that middle stripe isn't white. It is blue stripe on top. Okay. Then a little white stripe separating a big red stripe. Okay. Then a little white stripe and a, another blue stripe. And then sort of just off center of the big red stripe mm-hmm. is a white circle with a red star Okay. In it. I was pretty close. Yep. Well, we should all get to know it because once we get nuked and invaded by North Korea... <laughs> And we become North Koreans. We're all going to have to know this flag. Yep. So just be aware, guys. Come on, guys. Um, But that has nothing to do with the show today. No. Other than make all your money quickly before you're not allowed to anymore. Yeah. That's number one. I feel like, you know, if North Korea took us over, if you are one of the billionaires slash trillionaires in this country, uh, they're going to look out for you. Yeah. It's going to go one of two ways. Either you're beheaded yeah. and they're taking everything or you're one of the elites and, you know, you're allowed to continue on as long as you, you know, pay uh, pay your dues to the to the great, the great mm-hmm. leader. You can become a North Korean <laughs> movie producer. Oh, that's a good gig, man. Yeah. There was that whole, did you see that? Uh, uh, there was that uh, documentary about yes. uh, the Korean director. The Russian director in Korea. Who was kidnapped? No. No, it's a Korean director who was well-known in the 60s, I think, uh, and he was kidnapped, and then they kidnapped his wife, who was also a well-known Korean actress. Okay. Uh, and they brought her to from, North Korea. From Japan? From, I think, no, South Korea, I believe. Oh, okay. It may be Japan, but I feel like it's South Korea. All right. But it could have been Japan. And they kidnapped the both of them and then made them make movies wow. in North Korea for the 20 people who were allowed to watch movies. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, guys. How you doing, Noel? I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah. I was thinking about something. Were you? Yeah. Don't hurt yourself. Well, no. It's the summer that made me think of it. Uh-huh. Uh, there was... Uh, when when I, I... So I started high school in Chicago, and then I moved to Toronto partway through. Was that when you first moved to Toronto? Uh, when I first moved to Toronto, yeah. I, I But I grew <clears throat> up mostly in London, Ontario, and then moved to Chicago briefly, and then moved in with my dad in Toronto. Gotcha. Um... But I've always been good at math, but the systems were completely different in how they taught it. Is it because in Canada their math is metric? Yes. No. <laughs> it's because uh, in Chicago I took a year of algebra, uh-huh. and I took a year of geometry, uh-huh. and then I moved to, sh- to Toronto, and everything is all mixed in every year. Oh, okay. So there'd be parts where I'd be way ahead, but parts where I was way behind. Right. And everything was all mixed together in like word problems. So would they mix like algebra two and trig in there as well? Uh, yeah, but trig came later. Right. Uh, the way it was always mapped out, at least in New York uh-huh. schools, it was algebra, yeah, geometry, yeah, algebra two, yeah, and then usually after you finished algebra two. You weren't required to do any other math, mm-hmm. but the next step would be trigonometry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So so anyway, I I didn't I, had I applied myself, I probably mm. could have like knocked it out. Uh-huh. I feel like we could But say that, that period of my life I was I wasn't a real applier of uh-huh. things. Uh so lube. I I You were an applier of lube. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I uh I, w- I just ended up taking most of my math classes in night school or in summer school because... Night school? Yeah. There was night school, high school? Yeah, you could do it. Uh, to make up stuff, or could you actually go to high school you could, you, as a high school oh, yeah, age person? you could just person. go if you wanted. But I would just take the one course. Really? Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I was in summer school one time for math, and it was a hot summer day. Like really hot in the classroom and like just hard to stay awake. And I was just sitting there, daydreaming, gazing out the window. Mm-hmm. And there was a blimp going by. Oh, nice! And I was looking at it and thinking, uh-huh. like, what if that blimp just like smashed into the school, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then I guess I decided to pay attention for a couple minutes. Uh-huh. And there was a giant boom in the classroom. And the first thing that hit my head was the blimp hit the classroom, which, of course, is not what happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a woman in the class who had uh, epilepsy and had a (laughs) massive seizure uh, and had just gone rocketing out of her chair, basically. Uh Uh-huh. Did she shit herself like the woman in the No, 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 no. Why do you say that like that's not a possibility? (laughs) Josh. That happens when people have seizures. Well, she didn't. I, did, I didn't okay. even realize that was a seizure thing. It's not a seizure, but it can happen to some people. Uh-huh. It didn't happen. You're losing control of all muscles. She didn't function. lose control of any fluids or substances. She just fell off her chair and was like, you know, um, but fell hard off her chair. Uh-huh. To the point where it could have been a blimp hit in that classroom. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't. So you can be cross at me for asking if she shit herself. Yes. But the fact that you compare her to a blimp. No, I didn't compare her to a blimp. I, just, I guess she was heavy. Previously, five minutes before. You're being weightist? No, no, no. She wasn't but heavy. that's okay. She wasn't heavy. So I don't understand. Oh, you're saying the sound was loud enough that you one would think it I'm was a saying blimp. There was like, I was looking out the window at this blimp thinking, what if that blimp hit the school? <laughs> and and then, then she did. A, a few minutes later, uh-huh. there was a big boom, uh-huh. and the first thing that crossed my mind was the blimp hit the school, and I turned my head to the window even, but it wasn't a blimp. It was a woman having a seizure. But no one else thought it was a blimp because you were the only one daydreaming staring at the blimp out the window. And actually imagining the blimp hitting the school. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe I'd manifested it. Maybe that was God sending you a signal that you should pay attention in class. Maybe it was. Maybe it um, was. Yeah, well, it's a, a, a an incredible story that my takeaway, if I were listening and were going, well, what's the connection here? What would the topic be based on this story? Uh-huh. I would think it would be Noel being weightist. <laughs> You're just a bad person, Josh. <laughs> I'm a bad person. I'm not sitting here talking about the poor woman having a seizure and calling uh, her a blimp. Uh, okay. That's you. All right. That's all on you, but thanks for turning it around. Yeah. You're good at that. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. But no. What the actual topic today is, uh-huh. Noel. I'm going to quit telling stories at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's my greatest joy of the show. That's what? Just crapping is on me? You, I don't crapping on yeah, you. Yeah, you do. Stop it. I am not I, crapping on you. Josh, are you having you. a seizure? Because I feel like you're crapping on me. <laughs> 
No, but I'm trying to cross the street yeah. in my little <laughs> stroller. Josh, um, you're a bad person. I am. I'm a bad person. We <laughs> talked about this before. We talked about this before when I gave you the details hey, of my therapy session today. Hey, Josh. <laughs> what? Why the chicken cross the road? Why? I had to crap. <laughs> I forget that. It's a perfect joke. <laughs> it's the perfect joke. Yeah. Is it more perfect than uh, reporpoising into a dolphin? Oh, boy. You're going way inside <laughs> baseball at this point. <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, Noel. Yeah. Based on that story, yes. the real topic today yeah. is... It is blimps. That's right. How to get rich off them. How to fly high into the sky of finance. Dirigibles. Dirigibles? Airships? Yeah. Oh, I love them. Yep. I love them. And I'm not the only one who loves them. No. For years, I've wondered why blimps you're not seeing more blimps yeah you know the original concept of the blimp was that it was the air travel of the future yep when it was coming and everyone was making blimps and then what happened the hindenburg yep. happened yep and it was like one accident that killed 35 <laughs> people if they if they like if one accident could end air travel as we know it uh you know there shouldn't be a plane in the sky ever. Yeah, as you, as a, as a member of CVR, Charlie Victor Romeo can attest. To. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> but nothing heard about it. No. Since, but when you look at the plans that they had for these things, they were going to be like cruise ships in the sky. Yeah. Beautiful, like you know everything. I mean, if you want to talk about thirty-five people died and that ended an entire industry. Basically. You know, <clears throat> if that were the case. Uh, the Titanic should have ended the shipping industry. Yeah. Should have ended cruise ships, but it didn't. Uh -uh. Completely insane to me why that happened like that. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Blimps. Yeah. How to get rich with them, guys. Here we go. Uh, so as Josh just mentioned, blimps used to be huge, right? The first modern airships were actually out three years before the Wright brothers even made their first flight. The only piece of technology that was that it was dependent on was uh, the combustion engine, uh, and so they played a key role in World War One. They were lookouts for naval fleets. They patrolled the shores and they even dropped bombs on the enemy. Um, and as Judge said, they were seen as a luxur luxurious way to travel. Empire State Building spire was made to actually be a blimp airport. That's right. I actually knew that and totally forgot. There yep. are actual uh, drawings you can see of when they were conceiving of the Empire State Building. Yeah. And there are drawings of, like, guys tying blimps off yeah. to uh, to the spire of the Empire State Building. Yeah. And, and when, when I am... All my ideas are you could do with an actual just blimp, mm -hmm. flat out blimp. A blimp technically though is just inflatable right. and has no structure to it. Right. But uh, all there's also semi rigid and rigid, which are zeppelins. Right. But there's it's still uh, it's still uh, uh, yeah. You know when we talk about blimps these Same days, shape. we're talking about they're in the sky. We're talking about a basically a gas film filled uh, uh, hull. Yeah. That you know uses that to raise it up to the sky, and then it's pushed along by a, a motor. Yep, they go at a certain speed. Yep, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, so and as Josh said, the 
1937, the Hindenburg shattered it. Uh, passenger airships ended virtually overnight. Uh, and but also at the same time as that happened, advances in airplanes had made people shun slow blimps. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why they didn't go back. Um, an article I read said that as of two years ago, there were only 25 blimps in operation in the world. Hmm. Not a lot, guys. That doesn't sound right to me. Well, that's what this article said. Okay. But, you know what? What? They are making a comeback. They are. Yes, they are. Um, <clears throat> They are safe, relatively. Well, they're much safer now because yeah. back then they used hydrogen gas. Yeah. They don't use that anymore. It's all helium now. Yeah. Cheap to maintain. Yep. Cheap to keep in the air for long periods of time. Yep. Uh, lots of talk of blimps for surveillance. Surveillance. It's being used currently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By by countries all around the world, when, including the United States. When they had the Republican National Convention in New York, mm-hmm. there was a surveillance blimp yep. uh, just cruising around over New York, tapping people's cell phones from there, checking for radiation. Who knows what else? They're using them all over the world for border surveillance. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, shipping of things, communications. I think it's I think it's Google, I think, wants to make free Wi-Fi all over, particularly, I think, the poorer parts of the country, but I think over the world. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do it by a network of blimps. Works for me. Yeah. Um. So, the, the, you guys, they're coming back. So what we want to do is we want to look back at <clears throat> ideas people had for blimps that were great, that had not yet come to fruition, and were dashed with the Hindenburg. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, the humanity. We should take another look at them. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the humanity. That was the Hindenburg, right? Uh, I don't remember. I think it, it was. Probably. Uh, and so I found one thing. In the 1920s, a famous inventor, <coughs> Buckminster Fuller. Buckminster. Okay. Buck, it, there's an I in there. Buckminster. M-I-N-S-T-E-R. Oh, okay, that's not the way I wrote it. Oh. But he... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's an I in yeah, there. Yeah, that's why. Uh-huh. Buckminster Fuller, mm-hmm. he uh, drew up plans for what he called Lightful Tower Mobile Housing. And uh, he, so what he wanted to do is he wanted to make ultralight prefab apartment building mm-hmm. complexes uh, complete with self-sufficient power, heat, sewage, disposal, elevators, built-in furniture, and a pool in the basement. And each one would house 10 families. This guy knows housing. He's also the guy who made the geodesic dome. Uh-huh. Uh, but <clears throat> then he wanted to make these uh, Lightful Tower mobile housing. The only thing that stopped him from doing it was he didn't have the ultralight uh, materials, which right. we have now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, So what would happen is these apartment buildings would be picked up by blimps. Carried by blimps to areas such as the Amazon rainforest or the Antarctic. And the uh, blimp would drop a bomb, create a hole in the ground, uh-huh. 
the building be lowered into the hole and secured with cement. Mm-hmm. One day, one day setup. Yep. You know, good idea. We can do better. Can we? Yeah, we can. Okay. Uh, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to make smaller ultralight single-family homes. No need for a bomb or cement because we're not staying put. That makes more sense to me. Yeah. We're going to make sky RVs. Mm-hmm. You're going to travel with your family by blimp instead of those stupid trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you want to stay somewhere for a bit, you set the house down, stay in there. When you want to uh, haul it back up, when you're ready to roll cross country. Just blow up your balloon. Over the ocean. You don't even have to blow it up. Keep keep it blowing up. Keep it floating up above your house. Okay. Uh, and you get ringside seats for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You fly over the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Fly over the Hoover Dam. Yeah. See the country the way you were meant to. I think it's a great idea. I think it's such a great <laughs> idea that that was one of my ideas. It couldn't have been right on. Yeah, it could. <laughs> <laughs> My sources were a little different. Okay. But, you know, the idea of mobile homes of that magnitude okay. were absolutely it's the exact same idea. Well, let's hear your idea. So, I well, no, I mean, it was literally the exact same idea. So it's fine. I had, this to me was, I had multiple ideas with this. So I don't okay. feel like crushed by yeah. this. But what I think is funny about this is when Noel came in and I said, hey, you got gold today? He said, oh, I got gold. And there's no chance <laughs> that we can have the same idea because there was so much stuff. Yeah. But, you know, like when you have a group of women who work together mm-hmm. uh, for a long period of time, spend a lot of time together, and they start to cycle on their period together. Okay. Uh, I feel like we are now starting to think alike. Okay. We are mind-melding. All right. But that's okay, because as you know, I like to dip my toe in sort of the dark waters of the world. That's right, you do. At times. Um, and I was thinking, you know, I, we've pre, we pre-record this, but, you know, within the past week uh-huh. of, uh, of this show coming up, we've, we've seen, gotten a sense of the con- congressional budget for uh-huh. the coming year. And one of the things that I noticed was earmarked in the budget was $1.9 billion for Donald Trump's wall okay. on the border. Now, that's a big deal, mm-hmm. right? That's $1.9 billion that's going to build a chunk of this wall when this wall gets built. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> it's going to make it harder for immigrants to get across this border. Um, and I was looking, I was like, huh, immigrants' border wall. Yeah. What's the finances of illegal immigration? in this country or coming to this country. And so I looked up sort of like I started doing searches on the coyotes. You Uh know what the coyotes are, don't you? Yeah. That's the name they give to the uh, smugglers who uh, bring the immigrants to the United States of America from the various countries that they come from south of our border. I call them coyotes. If you were in Mexico or dealing in the Spanish language, they Uh would be coyotes. Okay. But six of one, half dozen of the other. You are disrespectful to other people's <laughs> cultures. No, I'm not. You're really, you're all over the board today. You're whitest. <laughs> you're anti-Spanish. I don't know what's going on with you today, but you're, 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 uh, your horrible white maleness is really coming through today. All right. Did you have a bad day at work today? I had a great day at work. Okay. All right. So I was looking at it. So interestingly... 
Coyotes, it, they charge, depending on where they're bringing the person from, uh-huh. it's four to $10,000 per person. Okay. It's actually going up because business is bad, because as while the current administration doesn't want you to believe, but we are told constantly there is actual zero net immigration going on right now in terms of illegal immigration, uh-huh. their business is way off because there just are not people wanting to migrate to the United States. They've actually started raising the prices, and that's been going on for like two years. But it's four to $10,000 per person. Uh, I think we all know if you take five minutes to look up documentaries, look at news stories, it's a pretty harrowing journey, oh, yeah. no matter where yeah. you're coming from, even if you're coming from the closest part of Mexico, yeah, right? For people coming from further away, it's getting across multiple borders. Uh, it's actually traveling. Uh, there's that train that goes from South America up into, uh, uh, or Central America up into Mexico that is just covered in people jumping on uh, and riding the, the tops of the trains and getting killed at night, falling off. People dying constantly Mm -hmm. on these journeys. On top of that, there are the coyotes don't just keep that money. They have huge overhead because, again, depending on how far you have to go through, you have to pay off a lot of people. Yeah. You have to pay off border guards. You have to pay the guides. You have to pay off drug cartels because drug cartels will not let you through their uh their uh area. They'll kill uh, the immigrants. Yeah. Uh, if you don't pay them off, you have to pay off government officials. Yeah. Right. To look the other way. Um, various gangs who now realizing that the train was an opportunity, uh, they actually stop people from getting on the trains unless you give them like anywhere from like a hundred to two hundred dollars per person. Mm-hmm. This is all cutting into their uh their their uh money then on top of it once they get to mexico to get to the united states they have to spend several days crossing dangerous desert open areas people are dying all the time yeah when this wall goes up the areas that are going to be open are through mountain passes it's just going to get worse yeah now i'm sorry 10 grand you could send two people on first class Mm -hmm. for 10 grand to fly into someplace Right, like it's crazy to me that someone is paying ten grand to travel like that. Yeah. Well, I say we change all that right now. All right. Okay. These blimps, these these dirigibles, mm-hmm. and and what I will also say is that they're moving anywhere from twelve to a hundred people at a time. Yeah. Through these things, yeah. right? Which is a lot of people if you're moving on foot, keeping everyone together. So the beauty, one of the bu- great beauties of these dirigibles is that they can carry a lot of weight mm-hmm. and they can land on a dime. Oh, yeah. You don't need a runway for them. Mm-mm. You drop down. As long as there's a big enough space for the dirigible to land, then it can be there. Mm-hmm. W- one of the things that they're trying to create now, the big thing that they're trying to use it for is 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 uh, transporting goods. Mm-hmm. There's a guy in California who's been making, uh, uh, he ended up getting, he's been getting defense contracts because he's been making blimps for surveillance. Mm-hmm. He sold, you know, 
six to the United States government. He sold them. He's a Ukrainian guy. He sold two to Ukraine because mm-hmm. they're now starting to uh, check their border uh, on Russia. Um, and his real goal is the real where people are really seeing where blimps are going to be the real wave of the future is transporting goods. And the goal is is to build blimps that can carry up to 300 tons of weight at a given time. Yeah. So you could load, I mean, 300 tons is a lot. A lot. Like you said, you could literally load a building yeah. onto this blimp, take it to a far-off remote area. As long as they have a clearing big enough, you can drop down into it, unload the building, and take off. They want to do that with mining equipment. The The possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm saying is, why aren't they doing it with illegal immigrants? Mm-hmm. These things can fly at any height. They yep. can go as high as 10, 12, 15,000 feet or as low as 50 feet off the ground. They can hover. They can do anything. They're really incredible uh, uh, machines. They can travel in style. It'll take, depending on where you're going, instead of taking months or weeks, it'll take days yeah. with stop-offs along the way. And, hey, fuck that wall. <laughs> yeah. You're just, you know what? I'll go the mountain route. Yeah. No one's keeping an eye on it. I'll go right over the wall. Right over the wall, right yep. over the mountain. Then I'll set down in a baseball field yep. in Texas, a football field in Texas, about the right size for one of these guys, football field in Texas. Set down and before and let everyone out, see you later, and then biz, biz yep. right back in. Yep. You know what you could do to make sure you get away with it? Yeah. Paint a big red. Have one side of it say, like, make America great again, uh-huh. and have the other side say, like, Mexico, you will pay for the wall. <laughs> That's right. And then as you keep going back and forth across the border, the border guards just be like, this guy's nuts. Uh-huh. This guy, he loves sticking That's it right. to Mexico. That's right. Wow, well, he's <laughs> fucking with Mexico. And everyone will be cheering you yeah. on top of it. Little do they know, yep. what are you actually doing? <laughs> That'd be great. You're dropping off illegals in the middle of Texas Stadium. Yep. I th- So I, I think, and look. You can throw drugs in there, right? You can, you know, carry. You can do one trip a month. Uh-huh. Mexican Coke. Everyone loves Coca Cola. That's right. That little you, bottle. So many things you could. I Sugar mean, you cane. could smuggle tons yeah. of things across. But it, it's just on the on the on the human trafficking end of it. Yeah. Ten grand a person. I mean, the Yelp reviews you're going to get are going to be through the you can roof. Even cut that price. No, I don't think you should. Okay. Because the price is already expected. Like right. people expect to pay that price. You do have overhead. It's not, you know, these these dirigibles, these blimps are not cheap. No, they're not. They're going to be it's going to yeah. cost you a couple mil out of pocket for the really big ones. Uh-huh. You know, the ones that hold 300 tons, you're looking at probably like 30-40 million dollars. Okay. You don't need one that big obviously. Yeah. But you can do one trip a month. Instead of doing a dozen or 100 people, you can pack 400 people on this thing. Uh-huh. Nobody's in danger, right? The beauty of it is there's no nitrogen. So if some guy, some Yahoo, some three percenter who's out there deciding that they're going to keep the border safe, starts shooting at you, it's all cells, right? You'll never like lose all your yeah. air. It's all easily repaired with rubber patches, literally the equivalent of rubber rubber patches. You're like golden. Yeah, you are the golden goose, and this is where you're going to make all your money. No more payoffs, right? 
or you cut your payoffs way down. All these gangs are cut out. Yeah. You cut deals with the cartels to traffic their stuff. Yeah. Over. That's true. Um, I, I just think it's it's an incredible money making proposition. Yep. Yeah. Wonderful. Thanks. Yeah. Uh you know what I think is a wonderful proposition? What? You and I selling our souls to corporate America. Oh, I thought you were gonna say, Would you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> I would, but I've already promised my hand to Two. corporate America. Yeah. That's why every week we do our newest segment, Josh and Old Sellout, uh-huh. in which we explain, explore ways that Josh and I are actively pursuing our lifelong dream of selling out to corporate America. You know the you know the ways you can already do it. While on a uh five what is it, five oh one C nonprofit? Five oh one C three. C three nonprofit. Yeah. That's how we're selling our souls to corporate America. This <laughs> 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 Radio Free Brooklyn, that's not you and I. Uh so uh if if you want, you can go to uh radiofreebrooklyn.org, go to the get rich quick with Josh Noel show page, hit the sponsor button and pledge an amount, a monthly amount, for one season only, and then it stops, doesn't go on forever. Uh and every month that amount of money comes to us, give us a buck. A whole a full season? That's six bucks. At this point it's like three bucks you would be giving us. Come on, guys. Throw us some ducats. Yeah. Show us your appreciation. That's right. Half that money will go to Josh and I. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Uh so if you hate us, if you're like Josh is mean to Noel, uh you <laughs> you could uh Instead, you can go to the Radio if Free... If honesty is mean, then I'm mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org show pa- uh, uh, webpage. Yeah. Hit the uh, pledge button. Uh-huh. And pledge a one-time or reoccurring amount of money to go to Radio Free Brooklyn, Radio Free Brooklyn only. Mm-hmm. It'll be a tax break for you because, as Josh said, Radio Free Brooklyn's 501c3. They are a charitable organization. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you can get, leave a little note. Kick them off the air. I cannot bear to hear Josh trash Noel like this every it week. It sounds to me like what you really want them to say is kick Josh off the air. <laughs> Make it get rich quick you guys, with Noel. You decide what you're going to write, Make right? It wink, get wink, rich nudge, quick nudge. with Noel. <laughs> Which, guys, if you've listened to his ideas, you know full well you're not going to be getting rich quick huge with Noel. Money. Oh, oh huge money. Uh, oh, please. So much that we both had the same idea. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, but we all know the real money, the life-changing money, is in corporate sponsorship. God, it is. Right? Goodyear, come on. MetLife, let's do this. Yeah, do it. U.S. Army, sponsor us. U.S. Army, sponsor us. Mexico, as a country. Yeah. As the whole country. The whole country. Hey. Or the- just a cotty. Any of the cartels. Any of the cartels, yeah. El Chapo. Come on, El Chapo. We will Chapo for you. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It means we'll talk them up. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, so that, that's where the real money is. But we ha- we already have a sponsor, guys. Do we? So you better you better bid high. I know. I mean, he gets two bucks a pop. That's right. Our first sponsor, our favorite sponsor. Our only sponsor, Mr. Monty Lamani, once again did not send us something. Uh, so <laughs> we may have lost that sponsorship. No, 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 we'll no. He, he's on vacation. Uh huh. Where'd he go? Uh, he went somewhere. <laughs> uh, so uh huh. Uh, so 
you guys, there's there is a gaping hole in our wallets that you could fill. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounded so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but while we have a moment, let's once again uh, let you know. You know, guys, uh, we have switched where we archive our shows and then they get sent out to iTunes and whatnot. Uh, so we are now with Podio Boom. Oh no, we're not with, <laughs> with Podio Boom. We wow. were with Audio Boom, yeah. and now we're with Podomatic. Podomatic. Uh, they've been treating uh, Radio Free Brooklyn pretty good. Mm-hmm. So give them a hug. Give them a hug. Yeah. Say hi to Podomatic for us. Yeah. Uh, and you know, we have a topic. We come up with so many ideas. Half of them are the same. Uh, <laughs> but we also hide. A little mini topic, and only one, so it can't be the same as anything. It's it's its own thing. So you know, if you're saving up ten thousand dollars because Josh won't lower the price, (laughs) (laughs) if you're daydreaming in class, yeah, listen to this, make some money, come back later, listen to the rest show, make more money, Mister Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. My friends, I want to share with you five signs that you are destined to be rich. So listen up. The fifth sign that you were called to be rich is that you admire rich people. When someone pulls up in a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or a Rolls Royce or a Porsche or a Jaguar or a Mercedes, you say, you know what, I want that. I want to accomplish that. When you see a big house, you actually believe that you can live there. If you are called to be rich, you're not going to bash rich people. You're not going to say to yourself that it's impossible, even if you have 10 cents in your pocket. You're going to say to yourself, I'm going to do whatever it takes, and I'm going to accomplish my goals. And then you're going to become motivated and start to reach that financial success without feeling guilty in the process. (laughs) I just love the idea that you're destined to be rich uh-huh. if you see expensive things yeah. and think you should have them. Yeah, that's your. That means you're destined you, to be rich. It means you have that rare, rare taste <laughs> that, that likes good things. That quality. Yeah. That most people just don't have. Yeah. Of wanting expensive stuff. Yeah. yeah. Good food. Uh huh. We should see if we can get Daniel Alley to sponsor us. Yeah, we should. Play enough of them. Yeah. You know, the last time we played this much of one person, they became a nightmare of a president. Uh, so you better watch out. I think Daniel Alley would be a much better president than... Uh, well, you're pretty, pretty low bar. Well, exactly. But still, 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 I roll my eyes. So, Noel. Yeah. Blimps. Blimps, guys. Getting rich with them. We sure are. How? Uh, I am going to tell you, right? So... As we discussed, there's lots and lots of ways to make lots of coin with blimps. But uh, to get the ones, the big ones, not the RV ones, the big ones that you need for a lot of these purposes, it <clears throat> takes big money. Josh talked about it. I read all about all these scams that involved funding of blimps. Really? Scams? Yeah. I did not hear of these. One in particular oh boy, uh, was by a man, Lou Perlman, which I thought was funny because I have a buddy, Louie Perlman. There is a, uh, uh, isn't Lou Perlman the name of the guy who uh, put together all those boy bands like Backstreet Boys? That's where I was going to get to. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. 
Uh, so he <coughs> was the first cousin of Art Garfunkel. I didn't know that. That's really funny. Yep. He grew up across the street from the Flushing Airport in Queens and used to watch the blimps take off. Then uh, later in life, he got a blimp license. And then he uh, formed a company called Airship Enterprises Limited. Uh-huh. And uh, he was so successful that he leased a blimp to Jordash, Jordash Jeans, uh-huh. uh, before he even owned one. <laughs> uh, then he took that money and he used it to build one. Okay. It crashed. Uh-oh. Uh, lawsuits ensued. And uh, they both sued each other, and somehow, I don't know how, mm-hmm. but somehow he ended up getting awarded $2.5 million. He ended up getting awarded he $2.5 million. He ended up getting million. awarded. He sold something that didn't exist he as if it did exist, yes. then used the money to build it, and it, had then it nothing crashed. to back it up, yeah. then destroyed it before they even got to touch it. Yeah. I assume it crashed on its first test run or something like that. Uh, That's my assumption. It must have. It must yeah. have or something like that. So right? they didn't even get to touch it. And on top of it, he ends up with two and a half million dollars. Yeah. Man, some people just shit gold. Yeah. It's really incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he made another blimp company, took that 2.5 million, raised some more, mm-hmm. uh, had like a blimp rented out to McDonald's for advertising, had like a MetLife blimp, had like all these blimps. Mm-hmm. Uh, got pretty big. Uh, drove up the stock. He had like a hard driving stock salesman guy. Uh, <laughs> once again, all those blimps crashed. <laughs> he didn't learn very much in blimp school. He kept crashing these blimps. Uh-huh. Uh, the company tanked. Uh, he went bust. Yeah, then later he started a record label inspired by New Kids on the Block, and he produced the Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. and NSYNC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got like sued by them for ripping them off. Right. And then there was like some other thing where they found he had some other like aviation company or something like that that was a fi- a three hundred million dollar Ponzi scheme. Really? Yeah. Uh, so he got sent to jail, had a stroke and a heart attack, and died in jail. So I had also heard, and maybe I, maybe that was a rumor, but I didn't realize that's what he went to jail for. I thought he went to jail because he was a pedo. No, he went to jail for that the Ponzi scheme. Right. So I guess the pedo thing must have been a rumor. Maybe. Maybe. Uh they all got ripped off by him, so I'm sure they're all mm-hmm. not not going out of their way to to spell any rumors like that, you know. No. Justin uh, finger bang. Yeah. So you guys, obviously, it's no good. We gotta figure out ways to raise money without getting involved with these dirt bags. So uh, I read about a few years ago an MIT physicist uh, named Peter Eisenberger. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He applied uh, he applied technology used in industrial smokestacks to pull carbon out of emissions to the plant. You know how they have like filters and things like that on their smokestacks now. Uh, so uh-huh. uh huh. He applied that technology. To build plants that did nothing but suck carbon right out of the air, right? So instead of just sucking out of the smokestack as the smoke went through, he would just build a plant that would mm-hmm. suck in air and take the carbon out. Uh, so I thought about that, and I was thinking about how, you know, they're talking about all this carbon tax on industry. 
and about how all these industries now are planting trees and whatnot to try and offset their carbon uh, tax. But, you know, eventually, soon, uh, the carbon tax won't just hit industries, but it will be on individuals, right? Mm -hmm. And everyone out there, the wealthy and the poor, they'll have to reduce their emissions, they'll have to pay a tax, or they'll have to offset their emissions, right? Okay. So, this is what we're going to do. We're going to let them buy your blimp. We're going to make a blimp, and the gondola of it is going to be a carbon-scrubbing mobile plant. And we're going to fly this blimp around, and all the people that have paid into this blimp are getting carbon credits, tax breaks, by you just flying it around, right? Mm-hmm. So there you go. you got a free blimp now. Uh, and we've already discussed a lot of the ways you can make money, right? You can <coughs> put advertising on it. You can put surveillance on it. You can film football games. Right. You can do all the great things that you can do with expensive blimps, and you get the blimp for free. Good one. That's it. Yeah. I like it. I had, uh, uh, you know, I just, because you were talking about Lou Perlman, I think it's interesting. You know uh, Bruce Dickinson? He's a guitar player for Iron Maiden. Okay. Uh, he's totally into blimps. Uh-huh. And he has his own blimp company. Uh, and he actually built the uh, largest airship ever. Uh-huh. And it, uh, there was a little accident when it took off, but it got up there. It was something like three football fields or two football fields long. Oh, wow. Pretty huge. Yeah. But this is all, you know, they all want to be the ones. All blimp people uh-huh. are all shooting for the same thing. Yeah. It's just how they're getting there. They all want to be the guys who have the one that's going to be the transport. Yeah. They want the one that yeah, they're yeah. going to be the guys that create the one that can carry 200, 300 tons of stuff all around the world. I, I read like maybe a year ago or so that they want to build a giant blimp <clears throat> that'll go way up there for a long time mm-hmm. and it'll basically be along <clears throat> with like surveillance and communications and stuff like that it'll basically be a airport in the sky for drones well funny you should say that okay so let's talk about amazon okay what's amazon got What's Amazon do that no one else can do? They have a central area, uh-huh. free shipping, all the stuff in these massive warehouses in the middle of nowhere yep. being shipped out everywhere, yep. super cheap because they're paying nothing in rent. Yep. Right? They're taking advantage of other states' various laws to keep their labor costs low, to keep their rent costs low, uh-huh. and they're just trucking stuff out. Yep. Right, And then we heard, there was this point where we heard about Jeff Bezos talking about, hey, I'm going to send out stuff in drones. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to one-up Jeff Bezos. Okay. Because we're going to challenge Amazon. Didn't think it was possible, mm-hmm. but it's possible. Mm-hmm. Because with the advent of these massive blimps that can carry 300 tons mm-hmm. of products... Think about how much 300 tons is, right? Think about how many items that is. That's essentially a giant warehouse in the sky. Yeah. 
we're going to position blimps over every major city in the world. Okay. And people are going to order from you, and they're not going to have to wait three days uh-huh. or two days or overnight shipping. They're going to get it immediately because it's going to go to your blimp, and then you're going to put it on a drone, and you're going to send that drone okay. out, and it's going to drop it off at your door. Within 45 minutes, within an hour, let's say an hour, Yeah, you are going to get... Deliveries at the speed of gravity. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> if you're directly under, we'll send parachutes. Yeah. Or even better, part, just to, for, for the sake of marketing, the drones will be little tiny blimps. Yeah. It won't be like those helicopter drones that everyone sees. There'll be little drimps, little blimps that come down with your package, holding your package, and just set it down at yeah, your door. like little St. Bernard's. Yep. And if you can open it right there, the blimp will wait. If there's a problem, you can say, hey, this isn't what I ordered, or this is the wrong size. Can I get this size? You'll pack it back up. The blimp will take it back and come back with your new one right then and there. Yeah. It's my biggest peeve with Amazon, particularly with things like clothes and shoes, I like to try stuff on. Yeah. Right? Different companies make things in different sizes, even though they claim it's the size. So if you're ordering from Amazon and you're getting it and you're not prime, for instance, or even if you are prime and you're getting in like three business days Mm -hmm. and it doesn't fit, it's not right, then you got to pack it back up, take it to the the, the airport, the post office, yeah. take it to UPS, whatever it may be, send it back, then wait another three, four days for it to come back for you to get the new version of it. Then there's the credit to your thing and then the new price. Why do you want that headache for? Yeah. Because it is a headache. This is going to be the most convenient, uh, quickest, cheapest okay. way to do business, city to city. It will also allow you to do things like fresh food, uh-huh. you know, in a way that Amazon really can't figure out yet, right? To do it inexpensively where they actually make profit. Like, what's the one thing about Amazon that we know? They're they're valuated super high, but they don't turn a profit. Oh, they do now. Since when? Since uh, the last couple of years, at least, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they're, they're turning profits now. Okay. Well, it took them a long time. Yeah. You're going to turn a it profit. It sure did. You're going to turn a profit instantly with yeah. this. Yeah, oh, yeah instantly so that's what i got and if you are uh doing food way up there in a blimp chili save on refrigeration costs yeah of course you can the whole refrigerated section would just not have any temperature control in it yeah you know what i mean or pressure control it'll just be cold in there yeah guys will be in there and they'll take things out now this can be you know you can take this to any level that you want like we talked about uh, 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 people paying for luxury uh, bunker systems, uh-huh. right? Why be underground when you can be above it all? Yeah. That's what I say. You know what I mean? I would much rather, if the zombie apocalypse were happening, I would much rather be over it all, seeing everything that's going on, breathing fresh air, getting some sun on my face, mm-hmm. you know, with occasional landings to refuel every few months, uh, feeling safe in that, then stuck underground wondering what the hell's going on, too afraid to go yeah. up top. Um, and the other thing, you know, one thing about blimps we know is they, they move slowly. 
Yeah, they're getting faster. Well, 100 miles per hour is about what they max out at. And the bigger ones are probably going to be more like 80, 90 miles an hour. Yeah. So it's fast. I mean, it's faster than most people are allowed to drive, right? So it'll still be faster than trucking. Yeah. They're like tankers. Yeah. And you can take more direct routes. But what it made me think of in terms of using it in a commercial aspect in a journey, right? Mm -hmm. It could bring back... You could sort of bring back the old heydays of going on a cruise ship, mm-hmm. right, and traveling by ship. But instead, you know, going to Europe may take you a couple of few weeks uh-huh. going at that speed, right? But if you're on this big luxury airship and you're, like, looking out and the views and there's, you know, you can play shuffleboard and have fine meals and, you know— Kind of the amazing thing is how acclimated there'll be no jet lag. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you really think about it, you're moving kind of slowly enough that it's just, you know. I mean, how fast does a uh, does a standard jet plane go? Five five hundred miles an hour, six hundred like yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. So I mean, if that takes them at five hundred miles an hour, seven hours, say, to get to London from New York, you know, times that by five, yeah. seven, four, twenty, twenty eight, thirty. So that's, you know, two days yeah. on this beautiful airship. Living in the lap of luxury. But you're not stuck in some shitty little seat no. crammed in. You're up and walking around. Yeah. You're socializing. All hardwood and leather. That's right. You know, storms don't bother you because with all the things you go around them, you stop and you can just sit till they pass by. Mm-hmm. You can go above them or, you know, it's, it's, I am stoked for the new world of, of blimp travel. Yeah. Cool. I'm hoping that that happens in my lifetime. Yeah. Be like fairies. Why, why, why you got to talk about fairies? <laughs> oh boy, Josh, we don't have, we don't have extra shows in the bank to be able to start <laughs> dishing on each other. Um, so you know what, guys, uh, if you want to reach out to Josh and say stop being so mean to Noel, you can reach us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail dot com. Us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. Go on iTunes anywhere you get a podcast. Subscribe, rate, review. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. If uh, I'm sure you won't be hearing this message if if uh, if you're not, but if you get your podcast from a uh, service that. We're not on anymore. <laughs> tell, them, tell them to go to Podomatic instead. Get that new RSS feed. Uh, right. And if you only listen to our show on podcast form, we urge you, tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days earlier than anyone else. And uh, tell all your friends. Forrest is our star scene. After us is tripping Beats. Good stuff, guys. Uh, so we got a lot of money. We got to do something with it. Yeah. What are we going to do with it? Spend it. Tell us how, Josh. The get rich quick tip of the week. Not that way. (laughs) It's coming. I hit the wrong button. Here we go. Okay. Take two. Take two. We're going to spend it. Sushi chef Angelito Araneta Jr. also doesn't seem to believe in cheap sushi. In fact, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, he makes the most expensive sushi in the world. That's how he earned his nickname, the Carrot Chef, because of his penchant for including golden elements into his culinary creations. 
The roll contains premium pink salmon from Norway combined with foie gras. While we know foie gras is expensive, it's not terribly uncommon, and salmon is a common sushi ingredient. Don't worry, it gets fancier. While most sushi rolls are wrapped in seaweed, this roll is wrapped in edible 24-karat gold leaf. Three Palawan pearls are added to each piece in addition to 20 karat diamonds. So how much for five pieces? It costs $1,978, not to mention the dentist bill you'll have if you don't remove the diamonds and pearls first. The dentist bill, Noel. Yeah. The dentist bill. <laughs> she killed it with that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. 1900 bucks for uh, one sushi roll. Yeah. When you got the money, you get to spend it any way you like. That's right. How do you know that <clears throat> our ideas are good enough for you to quit your job, Yeah. get loans, alienate yourself from your friends, from your family, hole up in the basement and just work, 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 work until you become rich and give us 10%? Mm-hmm. And so you can get that sushi? Yeah. How, no? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Today's uh, rules are how to get rich. By Derek Sievers. Right out Sievers. There. Yeah. Uh, number one, live where luck strikes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty close to Jersey right now. Where <laughs> the humanity, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Uh-huh. Um, learn the multiplying skills. Yeah. Get some money. <laughs> Get a blimp. Multiply that money. Multiply that money. That's right. Get more blimps. Um, number three, uh -huh. shamelessly imitate success. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're doing with the whole blimp concept. That's right. This was not an unsuccessful business till, uh, no, till the Hindenburg blew up. It was a great business. That's right. We're just imitating it. Yeah. Uh, and number five, is this five? Mm -hmm. We haven't done this many in so long. No. Benefit from human nature. Uh-huh. It's human nature to want to be in the clouds, man. Yeah, sure. It's is. human nature to want to come to another country and make a new life for yourself. Mm -hmm. It's human nature to want to see the country, to want to see the world. Yeah. It's human nature to want to live in the lap of luxury, and it's human nature to try the newest, hottest trend. Yeah. Lower your taxes. That's right. Um, it's human nature to want things quicker. Yeah. And easier. Yeah. You know, than as ever a, before, as, as a friend of my sister's little kid once said a few <laughs> years ago. We're playing with stuff, and out of nowhere, he just goes, make money, get balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think fits perfectly here. <laughs> it really does. Yep. Um, so that looks like we are like whatever, 10 for 10 or whatever it is. This is clearly a money-making scheme. Uh -huh. So once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spawn all that knowledge in one place.